0: For it, not for anybody else. Yeah, but for yourself, for yourself, for yourself, for yourself. For yourself. Uh
1: I was trying to get it. Uh, brother used to push the hundred civics. Yeah. What's facts if you never lived it? Uh, no cap, I've been really winning. Yeah. No
0: cap, I've been really winning. Uh, yeah. try to pride and I try to sell it. New yeah. error, this and beginning. Uh work hard, got
1: Welcome to your next season podcast. I am super excited to have you on. How are you doing?
0: I am super excited to be on. So I'm very well, thank you for having me on your podcast.
1: Absolutely. I'll just have you start by introducing yourself to the listeners.
0: And It will be my pleasure to do so. I am Gladys Simon. I, I am a mom first and foremost, and I have uh, two, uh, two kids, so a little guy and a mini diva. Um, and they helped me <laughs> and they help me tap and retain my inner childhood eye. So it's, it's very amazing to me how you explore the, 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 world through the eye of a child and how things become, comes with a different perspectives. So I have those two that give me my full-time job. Um, speaking of full-time job, I, I am also a consultant for a Fortune 500 company but i am uh, first and foremost a life coach for working moms Um, so when you think about a consultant and a life coach it's the same conversation i'm having every day which is you know meeting someone at a point of need tweak them a little bit and let them go uh, their merry way and i will also if i can if i may add the parallel of coaching 24 7 because with kids you know that you always have to be on right so i have a mom and i'm a coach 24 um, 7 and i'm gladys simon and happy to be on your next season podcast
1: that's great um and i definitely want to get more you know into that expertise that you have um but i'll always love to start with you just telling us a little bit about yourself and your own journey of
0: self-growth oh god uh how long do we have <laughs> <laughs> so um You know, I'm going to try to do the short version, but the reality is, you know, I've learned with time that the journey to self-growth is seldom a a, a straight line. So you will have to do a lot of experimentation. You will have to learn a lot of lessons. And every single person's journey is different, right? Some people are clued up way quickly and some people have to fall completely on their face. And even that fall again before they say, oh, I I get it. Um, So my journey, um, it's not a straightforward one. Obviously um, I may have taken longer than some people to get things, but it took me through uh, living in five different countries. It took me to working in a corporate environment, change continent and rebuilding all the time, what I call my, my support system. So sometime I was coming to a country, not speaking the language fluently, not having any friends, nobody, and I had to rebuild. So it took me a year to realize that those powers that I developed as as a result of changing all the time stayed with me and helped me into, uh, you know, the next step, whatever that next step was for me. Um, I've been in a corporate world for almost 16 years, 17 years now. And he was not always owning my voice. So that's also part of my self-development and growth. Um, So I was always the person, I'm an introvert. So I was a quiet introvert and I'm a little bit more vocal. Um, But I was also the person that uh, believed people's definition of success and people's stories of me and I made them mine. Um, So I didn't trust enough my instant, I didn't own enough my voice so as a result I was just you know living someone else's dream having someone else's voice in my head um changing continent didn't change <laughs> the environment um and then until one day I started having very hard conversation with myself and say well you are the constant in all those uh you know um. Uh, uh, in in all uh, in the environment um so self-growth is understanding that i have to own my part of the story i'm creating good and bad it's tough conversation but it has to be had. and also becoming a mom which was the most challenging uh life-changing life-altering <laughs> job i ever had uh, because for my case before having kid i thought everything needed to fit into a plan everything had a timeline and then i had kid and everybody that has kid knows that chaos is what you embrace first <laughs> so <laughs> it took me a little while to let go of the, the order and to embrace the chaos and to live being present and being very mindful about how i, I act how i react because when you have kids, you become the de facto role model of those. So long story short, self growth came from different realization, um, owning my voice, uh, speaking my truth, and embracing the chaos.
1: <laughs> wow, I love that. Um, and you mentioned, you know, all those changes you actually like harnessed as, you know, this great power. And I think really often we see change as like really negative or hard to get through or uncomfortable um, because we're so used to whatever, you know, the constant is, whatever is the same. Um, so I love that mindset of looking at those changes and using them to your
0: advantage. Absolutely. And it's not an easy conversation. I know you made it. Oh yeah, you see change. Yes, I still hate change. Like, you <laughs> know, don't get me wrong, but it's almost going through that uncomfortable phase. Like you said, if you pass that phase, you realize that is actually an opportunity for you to write a blank page and write whatever you want. So for me, I will always advise my client, my friend, my family to find the medium to which they will express their change. So some people will meditate and just calm down. Some people would to exercise some people like me will change continent and countries you know whatever it is um, but change is it's the constant thing that we have in life so it's always useful i would say to find a medium to channel those fears to get you through the rough uncomfortable phase and then find your lesson your gem um your, your peace through that uh to that phase
1: that's true. Um, my professor in grad school recently made a joke and said, the only like group of people that absolutely love change are babies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and even them, we start putting them in routine because we want them to have constant. And they, like you say, they're fine with changing. <laughs>
1: I also really like how you pointed out of just being really mindful. Um, And I definitely understand, you know, being a new mom that even though my daughter doesn't necessarily like know all these things that I'm doing, um, you really do start to look at everything with a different perspective um, and your priorities and the way that you want to showcase yourself um, definitely changes. And I feel like that helps extend into other parts of your life, because then you kind of think about how other people perceive you in a different light like before you might be kind of overthinking it or. Um, worried about what people think or you're telling yourself you don't worry about what people think, um, but I think it almost gives it a more positive light, where you just want to like show your best self um,
0: and share it with others. And, and and for me, it was answering the very much, the very simple question um, that, you know, I thought my kid would ask me when I face a challenge or when there's something that I don't like. Um, so I, the question that I, I wanted to answer, that's what started me into all this conversation I'm having amongst this one is, was that part of the solution or was that just there? <laughs> and letting you know, been complaining about it and not changing. So it's not really about succeeding. It's about trying for me. And I want to tell my kid: um, if something doesn't you don't agree or you don't like or you want something better for yourself, you have to own that voice. And you have to let that known it might not be a revolutionary change. <laughs> but it's a step that tells you your heart your soul that you're trying to be part of a solution and you're putting your little stone in that wall that uh, of change that you're building so change sometimes it's just little tweak it doesn't mean that it's a big tsunami coming in you know um (laughs) but it's just little tweak i have 10 minute power nap um about four a day um and and in Every time I come up of a 10 minute, and it's 10 minutes. T- the first time I was introduced to that concept, I was like, nah, 10 minutes? What? <laughs> but it's it's so, at least for me, um, amazing how we tweak and refresh my mind just for 10 minutes. So change doesn't have to be big. Um, you know, those tweaks that you make in your life, that gives you a little bit of breathing space. That space you are creating to say, i can do this um it doesn't have to be a big space but in time of course it will become bigger but start small
1: (laughs) are there other small um type of activities or habits that you've developed over time that really just help you kind of reset
0: i think the biggest realization uh for me at least the last couple of years is you know uh, self-care was that so We talk about mental health a lot, and I'm glad we're having those conversations, but it's not always normalized. You don't go to the stranger in the street or to your neighbor and say, oh my God, I'm having mental health, but prioritizing yourself above everything else was a big realization for me, because I started realizing that the Gladys I am is the core of every role that I'm playing, the mom, the sister, uh, the co-worker, the wife, the, you know, there's a lot of roles that I'm playing, but at the core, am I taking care of Gladys? <laughs> so that became a big, um, you know, shift in my, in my brain, because if I'm not capable, if I'm not, you know, fully charged, how can I overspill on other roles that I'm doing? Um, so you asked about a little change. So I taking taking an hour. Uh, after work every day just for myself where I can do whatever I want. It could be, I've been dancing on songs, (laughs) rock country, (laughs) blues. I've been singing very badly for an hour. I've been (laughs) lying on the floor. I've been gone for a walk. But it has to be that space that I created where I'm no longer a mom, a sister, a friend, anything. I'm just me. And doing whatever recharge and replenish me was that so those little change could be anything i have a client that like baking and she will bake and i said as long as there's a you know a considerable amount of time where you feel recharged so some people will be 10 minutes other people will be one hour like myself Um, other people will be two hours but whatever you can block and not feel guilty and not doing anything that is related to other people but those things are yours if you want to paint your nail If you want to do nothing, but I don't want people to say, oh, I I took that to go and fold clothes in my kids. (laughs) because, Yeah, it has to be really uh, uncompromised, no compromise time dedicated for you. So little thing, but self-care was a big realization and led me to be creative in creating those little (laughs) moments where I can... challenge.
1: That's super important to get that time and I feel like sometimes we'll be like a whole entire hour to myself but out of 24 hours of the day like why would you not you know give yourself that time (laughs) because as you were saying you know you're the consistent and at the end of the day like no matter what has happened like you are guaranteed, you know, in your own life. Um, and we so often do play into those roles. And I find myself doing this as well, you know, um really spending a lot of time uh playing those roles. And you know, right before like the pandemic was like very full in swing. I feel like I was zero percent like giving to me and I was a hundred percent a wife and a teacher and like just going like full force. Um, and I was just drained. And then it would be like, okay, just wake up and do this all over again. And now I've really found that time and limited, you know, how much work I bring home and just readjusting. Um and kind of for me, like, you know, I need more structures. So really like making the schedule and putting that in there. And it might sound kind of silly, like, oh, let me write down from six to seven. I'm gonna do whatever i feel like but you know if you don't i feel like it's so easy to just fold laundry or do the dishes or worry about something else or you know any number but of then, things but
0: then let me ask you a question that how easy was it to decide from realization to decide that to come and say i need boundaries how easy was it for you I feel like it was a journey because I have always
1: been so like, go, 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 do a million things, be a part of a million clubs, like be a teacher and go to the PTO meetings and stay after school and redo my whole classroom. Like, (laughs) um, so it was a challenge. um, And I know like once I go back to work, it's gonna be a challenge again, like another season of, of adjustments. Um, but I found just like talking about it more often and like even writing things down, just kind of really getting it out, speaking it into existence almost, um, helped me kind of keep myself accountable. Um, and now,
0: I was I- going to say, it's interesting. The coach and me heard the word challenge and I'm like, it's not a challenge because your mind has to speak it to your system and say something. It's a step that you're going to take, like you're going through the stairs and you are at the level of that climbing the stairs and you're going to climb another step and it's going to be fine because you are equipped with all the powers that you need to go and conquer that mountain. And being a new moon, you have your repertoire of skills <laughs> sleeping very little <laughs> and still mm-hmm. functioning in the morning, you know, um, juggling different things and still functioning in the morning. you Things that you didn't even think you could do, you're doing them. So going back to what you were before being a mom, going to be a breeze. I can assure you that because you're going to come <laughs> with your badge and say, I'm a mom, nothing faced me. And you you going to deal with a toddler and I can guarantee you that no one, now you know it's worse than toddler. The no, terrible I'm doing, twos, right? Yeah, I was gonna say spoiler alert here, but you know. yeah, but I
1: know. definitely do feel that. that I can just even just giving a birth alone. I'm like, if I can do that, if I can go through 26 hours of labor, I can do literally anything.
0: See? Completely, yeah. And respect 26 hours is just like that's a lot. <laughs> like respect <laughs> and, and, and there's nothing else that can be facing you if you think about it because you just went through it and i'm i i do not know if you when you were pregnant you were thinking of a giving birth. like i was naive into <laughs> i came into motherhood very naively i was thinking oh i'm just gonna give birth and 10 minutes later i'll be doing something else oh my god <laughs> No, that was nice. <laughs> um, so let's not spoil the fun of those that are pregnant and listening to you. It's amazing, giving birth is a breeze. Uh, everything is perfect. And you do not wake up and start walking two hours after. That was my belief, but it's not true. Okay. So don't <laughs>
1: think <it> <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it's a, a journey that um, really lasts longer than I think most people think. Um, you know, I have like recently thought, I don't really know. You know how you like you make up almost things in your head? Um that like <laughs> that everybody, like No, I'm you know? kidding,
0: I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> you know that um Like, cause my physical body overall is like back to how it was before. And so I think people like it translate in their head that like, okay, she's back. She looks great. She's good. And I'm like, see the way my mind is set up right now, give me like at least three more months and then we can talk. (laughs)
0: Um, I think the wisest thing I was told is it took nine months for your body to adjust and change. It would take nine months. least for you to start feeling yourself again um so it's it's almost i think we as you know individual in society like to rush things so much we don't take the time to be present and to fully enjoy um you know the journey and instead of rushing to the destination um, we expect to be superwoman we expect to you know do things um you know completely you know smiling and having six shift (laughs) juggling all that because we women and okay that's cool and the women that can do that and kudos but there are women that are like geez i don't even know where to start and when i take the analogy of having a baby when i had my first baby um I remember my husband being completely clueless and saying, what should I do? And I'm like, looking at me thinking, well, you should know. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, <laughs> uh, I, I guess uh, the baby's crying because, you know, I don't know. I mean, so you had to figure out a few things, but what I've I've learned, um, you know, with my kid growing up is like very, very much present in the moment to enjoy what is, Going on is precious because they grow. They never be the age they are again. But if we rushing into oh, I'm back to this. I feel normal. I need to social like do all those. But be present. Let's feel our emotion. Let's enjoy our journey. Let's feel sad today because some mothers will not wake up from their bed and stay in their pajamas all day, which is I'm on this table. Uh, but what I'm trying to say is let's not rush all the time into a destination. And sometimes it's okay to just take our time. And if if it takes you two years to feel like yourself again, that's the two years, your body is telling you something, let's listen to it, right? Your mind, your body, and we go back full circle with the mental health. I, I, I had two babies and my first journey to pregnancy is totally different to the second journey. The first one I was rushing, um, I wanted to, you know, be back and it was just me with a baby (laughs) and that's it, right? Um, With the second, I was less naive. Um, (laughs) I knew better and I took the time to really enjoy every single part of it Um, and and I thought it was different. The way, you know, I, I snapped back way quicker than when I had my first journey where I was trying to rush everything but because I was accepting everything to go through as it should at the pace it was some days i was up some days i was down and it was okay and i knew that what's down will go up eventually that's my belief so hey i can't hasten it i can slow it down i can just go and that was it and and my philosophy with my second child was a little bit more relaxed and and then it benefited my my first baby <laughs> Because he was like, man, I see a mom that's never stressed. Hmm. And then <laughs> when I went back to work, he told me, and there's something that stayed uh, very, uh, you know, that very close to me. He said, I like the other mom better because when you go back to work after mat leave, I felt like I needed to own everything again. And I quickly became stressed. And he said, I like the other mom better, the mom that was at home that was always waiting for him. So they they feel those. And thank God for the pandemic. I say thank God in, in um, inverted comma, because I, I don't imply pandemic was the best thing that happened, but at least he, he showed a lot of us, you know, what priorities are. You know, it was another change and it was unpleasant. And we lost a lot, loved ones to this, but we also rediscovered ourselves. Um, And for me, that was the gift that I took from it. Like, I didn't need to rush. I didn't need to run around like a headless chicken. I could sit down and say, "Hmm, you know what? (laughs) This is my priority. This is my why. This is why it's important for me to do it. Yeah, I
1: think that's a super like friendly reminder to myself and everybody listening <laughs> that it's okay to go through the feelings and the stages and whatever life is giving you because I feel even myself some days like I kind of want to rush through and get to the next part sort of thing. But like you said, if you do that, then it's probably going to take even longer um, yeah. and not be as enjoyable like in the long run or maybe not as rewarding
0: or you know, helping you grow as it could have been. Exactly. And um, what I was gonna add to to what you said so brilliantly, which I don't even think will add any value, is we talked about those little steps we're taking. And my little step advice for, for you today is take the time to breathe and then just take 10 minutes to take stock of what's going on and embracing it and say, oh, okay, there's, I can hear my kids screaming upstairs and fighting and before I would have been like, oh, I need to go and see and then I'm waiting and then I see they make up and I'm like, cool. (laughs) I don't need to interview. I don't always need to be the fixer of everything in the universe. Sometimes you just sit down with a cup of tea, in my case, and just take it in collecting things solve themselves. Absolutely,
1: um, I would love to hear a little bit more of kind of how you decided or your experience of living, you know, in five different countries. Because wow. I don't think <laughs> I know a single other person who I could say that about them. So maybe one or two, but
0: that's like really cool. Um. The cool thing is, um, you know, I grew up, my my mom was in a travel agency, um, a travel industry. so um she we were always traveling. So traveling, I call it a nomadic lifestyle. I, I don't know any other way to live, right? Um, and to be fair, five countries I had two that I was with my parent and I had no choice in the matter but the three countries that I chose to live into as adult were, were my choice but it is I grew up in a place where it was encouraged to fly the nest and to discover the world and to do things so um, I had help I want to say uh, so. I, mm-hmm. it's when I start meeting people that I say, I never left this place. I was born and raised there and I never left this. I was thinking, hmm, I'm the one who's um, uh, oddity somehow because I'm probably, <laughs> uh, but I don't know any other way to do. But each country that I came and I stayed, I have a story that I can tell and relate to. Um, and it, I would say the biggest lesson is open-minded um, mindless because you meet people, they all have their stories and we all blend into creating our own stories together. But like I say, you come into a place, you don't know anybody, you sometimes don't know the language, but you you rebuild a few things and it's all possible because kindness of strangers opens so much doors and teach me so much lesson right you don't have to be rich to be kind you don't have to be (laughs) extraordinary to be kind um but you can be kind here's another little thing you can do today what Mm -hmm. random act of kindness have you done um so for me those three countries is just i get itchy feet um i've been in canada for a while now and i'm trying very hard to convince my husband that was different than me in his upbringing he's very sedentary he doesn't move uh, to say hey can we go to another country and he's like yeah so work in progress i hope that he's in our <laughs> sixth country but so far <laughs> let's say five and counting <laughs> yeah that's
1: awesome Um, So we're coming up uh, close to the end of our time here. Um, So I did just want to give you um, kind of a shameless plug. Um, Where can the (laughs) listeners find you online if they want to, you know,
0: connect with you or work with you? Um, I love shameless plug. Um, (laughs) I I like that Uh, you talk about it. So I, I like I'm a working mom and so I'm a life coach for ambitious working moms, um, where I usually help them uncover the superpowers. And I believe we all been born with superpowers and it depends on your environment, you uncovering what I call the major superpowers where you have minor superpowers that come as a result of change or growth or whatever. So I'm going through the whole journey with them. So and I wanted to make sure that it was a simple, straightforward process. We're working moms. We don't have time to complicate <laughs> things. So three ways to get uh, to me. Um, so my my website is www.mylifecouch.com. Um, it's where I put a lot of those information and resources. I have a success journal. I believe journaling and you said you rewrite it sometime, um, help you discover patterns that you form into your life. So I believe in this so much. I created a journal for Working Mom. You can download it for free at uh, uh, My Life Couch. And then I also have um, three series videos where I talk about how you know my program is taking people through a journey. Again, you can see a lot of traveling interference into my coaching program because this, this is what I known all my life. So I'm gonna take you to a journey. Um people will say journey of self-discovery, but I will say journey of finding where you are because you're there somehow there inside of you. But we're just like peeling the layer and say hey this is you. So the difference is in you. Um so website is the first one I'm on LinkedIn. Um It's more if you want little short stories, adventures that I do with my mini diva or my little Mm -hmm. guy or my thought of working motherhood. LinkedIn is the easiest way. Um, And then I took uh, the plunge and went to Instagram uh at my life couch i have no idea what i'm doing there but i always <laughs> telling my client get out of your comfort zone so i took the and went <laughs> to instagram so i have at my life couch on instagram i have gladys simon on linkedin and i have ww my life couch. so those are the three ways and if you are so confused just say send me an email at hello at my life couch and i'll be happy to guide you through anything uh especially the 20 minute free conversation call that you can have with me
1: that's excellent yeah definitely have to download that journal it sounds awesome
0: oh please do and let me know what you think of it because i um it's a journal that combined doodling i love doodling so i feel like all the journal that i was seeing in the covers were was so serious but i wanted some doodling there where you can color your, your 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 mood of the day so you can say oh i feel happy you're empty so it's a glass um Uh, Some people see wine, some people see water. (laughs) You have a glass. And then questions that are prompted to say, you know, what kind of uh, person you are. So I recommend to do that for at least a week and uh, ideally two weeks so you can see those patterns emerging and know yourself better. It's something that I preach. If you do not know yourself intimately, you leave the door open to others, people's interpretation of you because you don't know mm-hmm. yourself. Someone can tell you anything, <laughs> right? Uh, someone can tell you you're less than capable and you say, no, I know I'm capable. <laughs>
1: very right? very so true. know yourself,
0: good and bad, good, bad. So you at least can own your voice, go to the room and say, I know I'm smart. I know I'm enough. Um, I know I'm damn good at juggling multiple priorities <laughs> and you cannot tell me otherwise, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's great. Um, so my last question is just if you have any um last, you know, thoughts or tips for the listeners.
0: I was gonna say I would share the advice that I wish someone has told me, um, you know, when I was entering the life as an adult is, you know, believe in yourself a little bit more, right? Um, You are capable, you have everything inside of you to make you succeed your way. So it doesn't matter what other people think, if it makes sense to you, just go for it. (laughs) Believe in yourself, believe in your dreams, believe in your crazy ideas. (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the only thing i wish someone had told me that and emphasized that so wherever you are listening to that podcast whatever stage of your journey you are listening to that podcast i want you to take the time to breathe and believe in yourself that you're capable of doing whatever you are thinking you want to do right now so that's that's my advice to you
1: perfect well thank you so much um it's been such a pleasure having you on the podcast
0: Oh, I I feel like I was talking to an old friend. So it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning
1: in to today's episode. I would love to hear what inspired you to grow. Take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on Instagram at Caitlin. That's C-A-I-T-L-I-N. You can also find more information on my website, com or on Facebook at Your Next Season Podcast. I can't wait to see what you share. Till next time, keep growing, your next season awaits.